USA, USA, USA. No, I'm done. All right. That's... <laughs> Hello and welcome to the weekly recap. You know, I'm leaving that in now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I started it. Welcome to episode 62. Episode 62. We are less than two months away from the big six and nine. <laughs> How exciting. Um, we should have planned it better so that it would land on like 420. Uh, that, that was, that's too much planning. It is. It's, too much planning, especially <laughs> with all the weeks that we've skipped. Or are you just counting all the, the weeks? No, no, no. I'm just counting the episodes. episodes this is episode yeah. 62. Um, yeah, we took a break last week because I was on vacation, and then there was a lot happening. Yeah, so the, the seemed, holiday and all seemed, that uh, um, seemed like the right thing to do. Happy birthday, America! Yes, congratulations to the women's national soccer team. Happy birthday to um, friend of the pod, Austin, Austin, who celebrated his, I'm assuming it's his 24th birthday on The big Friday. two, four. Nobody likes two. you when you're 23. Everybody loves you when you're 24. And then for the rest of your life, which is <laughs> totally false. Um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, Austin was in for the holiday, and I got to see him and hang out with him for a little bit. Hi, Austin. Um, yeah, he moved back <laughs> to Lancaster, but uh, hopefully at some point we'll get him on a group FaceTime or something with Jake and Anthony and we'll have a big, big uh, we'll have uh, a big old shit show of right. FaceTime over talking. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's my favorite part of this podcast. Um, yeah. Also a uh, quick shout out to Anthony uh, for being on uh, a couple weeks ago. We yes. had a lot of fun. Thank you. That was a great um, introduction to podcasting for him. I think I feel like yes. we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. He, um, um, he hated the way his voice sounded. <laughs> But don't we all? Don't we, we all? all do? You kind of um, need to just get over it. I feel like hearing it in these headphones week after week, like I don't feel as bad. Right? Like, you get you get kind of used to it. I mean, yeah. The the you can't change your voice. No, that's the thing. You just unless have to you're unless it. you're Elizabeth Holmes. Have you watched that HBO documentary yet? No. Have I, have I talked about it? No, I don't think oh so. God. I've listened to the I've listened to the podcast and watched the documentary. So wow. I think I've t- I feel like I've mentioned this before. I feel like you've talked about it before. Yeah, but I don't know that it was on the podcast. She was like this big, huge star in the world of Silicon Valley, and she started like a healthcare company that was supposed to do like all these blood tests with like much less blood than you're normally giving, and the company was just like it just like went bust because like none of the stuff they were saying was true and they were like trying to make it work, but it just like, couldn't work. Oh wow. And she was just like making up all this shit and like scamming people. It's fascinating. Wow. It's called, is it um, like a, like a too big to fail type of thing where, um, she just had like a lot of really powerful people like on her board and like backing her and stuff. So like everyone, everyone just like kind of like she was a good storyteller and like the way she like, told like people about the product like everyone just wanted to believe it because it was such a great idea yeah but it turned out there was like no like research behind it or anything like they just like, they couldn't make it work the way that she promised like no, I'm not even close oh wow yeah it's fascinating so that's um that's called um the inventor colon uh uh, out for blood in Silicon Valley. And then there's also a podcast called the dropout, which is, uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. So okay. Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google play, I guess does podcasts too. I'll have to throw that out there. We are on all of those. Yes, we are. Uh, also check us out while you're there. Yeah. Right. So, um, um, like, and subscribe, leave a comment. If you leave a comment, we'll read it on air. We will. Um, uh, we're still looking for that person like that left three that, months later. Yeah, but. <laughs> we, we're still looking for that person that left that very nice comment on uh, Apple. Apple. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're out there, please know that we we, we really want, want to talk to you. We want to talk to please, you. If you want to we be on a podcast, hug you with our mouths. You don't even need to like. We can like we can mask your voice. We can give you like a robot 
voice. You don't even need to be you on this podcast. We just want someone to talk to. Who are you? I, I do you have the capability of doing that in logic? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. great. Love that. Yeah, we'll well, we should do that sometime. <laughs> oh my god. We also okay. So wait, now now hold on, wait, because you kind of skimmed over the whole point you were making about this Elizabeth Holmes thing. She's she, she changes her, her voice. Well, so it, it no one like knows for sure and like they so but but people that like Shrouded knew her mystery. she like deepened her voice to like be taken seriously, which is like I, I mean, if you think about like women in the workplace, like that's an issue because like you want to sound more authoritative and I'm not saying like women can't sound authoritative, but like that it would make sense that someone would want to do that to like be taken seriously and like have more of like a deep, like commanding voice. So uh, allegedly she like completely changed her voice and people would like catch her like not doing the voice when she like had a couple drinks or something like that. It's fascinating. That's so that, weird. I don't think they talked about it on the um, documentary, but I listened to the podcast and they talked about it on the podcast. Honestly, ser- like it's seriously, it's so intriguing. It's kind of, it kind of reminds me, and Jake makes fun of me all the time for saying this, but I'm in love with the Enron documentary because that shit was insane. Oh, I don't yeah. even know what happened there. And like, whenever they talk about it, I, I don't know, but like, that that is so well done. Like documentaries to me are like so entertaining because like the scores and like everything like it always makes me think I'm gonna get like stabbed in the back like while I'm watching it because like they're just <laughs> so good at like scoring the the like the, just the making mood. it like yeah. Icarus was a really good one for that like that oh. was like scary. What was Icarus? I'm, That's I'm um, about the Russian doping scandal. Oh the Olympics that yeah, this yeah, guy yeah. like okay, okay. happened upon. Oh, that was so good too. That so like I. I, I like fangirl over documentaries. I, I don't watch phases. documentaries. I go through though. phases. Like, like so, I, I watched a lot, like probably a couple months ago now. I mean, I so my biggest experience with that kind of stuff was like, uh, and I hate to say this because it's not really. It's kind of like a like a Hollywood fantastic, you know. Um, he investigates. Like, no, like Band of Brothers. Like oh, yeah, I, okay, I'm saying, okay. like like historical documentaries, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. like. Like that one, or um, so it's like dramatized, right? History. It's it's yeah. very like built up to be this like glorified thing where it's really not because it's World War Two and like a, yeah. millions upon right. millions of people died. I feel like that those were those are probably more for probably, entertainment, yeah, like easier to like. It, it it's supposed to entertain yeah. you, but like, then I maybe, watched like Super Size Me, you know, and, yeah. and those are like it, like that was like the kind of the beginning of that mm-hmm. like yeah. real oh, yeah. like serious stuff because i never watched like um what is it not is it making a murder mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that one yeah. i never watched um i haven't watched that I, I don't watch any of those like mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't entertain me yeah i, I feel like to really get into it like serial yeah. mm-hmm. brilliant serial right. was a brilliant podcast correct but it was because she was so good at like pulling you into the story and then you got the live interviews with the guy who lived it like yeah Right. And, and you're like feeling for this guy. And then all of a sudden she brings in new evidence and you're like, well, this dude fucking killed her. Like, yeah, I mean, it just that, goes back and forth. That, that was just phenomenal. That's like, that was my first introduction to like true crime. And I can't watch true crime anymore because that freaked me out so much. But that's <laughs> like, that's just a testament to how amazing and incredible Sarah Koenig is and like her that's entire it. team yeah, doing all I the research. I could not think of her name. Um, but I, I will say like, but she I has a have voice for it. She, she just really like does. makes you yeah. like listen. Yeah. You know? It's, it, it's, she just seems very like relatable, just like curious. Like she, it's like, yeah, it, it was it's very, not, like um, she's not talking down anyone's like, we're having a conversation. It was very enlightening. And, and like you're, you, you felt like she was teaching you something, but not being a teacher yeah. about it type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- there's, 
there's so many great like things out yeah, there. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying like uh, the I think the documentary and like the podcast like art form has progressed so much that like we're past like supersize me. Like I I would say like just try like I would start with the the uh, Elizabeth Holmes one because it's so good. Like it's yeah. just, it's it's like so intriguing that like, but, like someone you don't can want to ruin fool. other ones. Like Too Big to Fail was really good. I don't know what that is. That's the um, sorry. I just cracked all my knuckles. Oh, I, I can't even remember. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I like I I'm blanking on it right now. Totally. Um, but that was the one about the uh, the housing market crash. Okay. Right. I think. Yeah, I feel like anything like with that where so many people are like duped and like it's like such a large traumatic thing. Like I guess the, it's like kind of similar to like Fire Festival because like they convinced so many people that it was going to be this thing and it turned out to be nothing like it. Yeah. I, think, I feel like those stories are so similar now that I'm like saying that out loud. But yeah, so I, I, I have been on like a... But that one was like a like a star-studded... Like, right, like yeah. I mean, it's also in like, it. like... It was... Oh, oh it, you're saying that. Yeah, the yeah. too big to fail. That okay. was the one about the, the um, financial crisis, the bank, okay. the, you know, the banks collapsing and all that. In but that's a movie. That's not a documentary. It is. It's it is a, a documentary. It's a documentary. It's a documentary. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but, it's, but it's done as a like a, like a Hollywood retelling oh, okay. kind of okay. thing. I thought it was really good to watch just to see like how, how fucked up everything was. And that was still like, you know, five or six years ago now. So much closer to the actual incident than a lot of other things can be. Right. But that's, what's great about this medium is instant. Yeah. yeah. Like the instant you talk about it immediately. Right. Yeah. So something goes down like, uh, you know, a a restaurant chain goes under overnight mm -hmm. and, literally like a week later you have people investigating it and getting into like yeah. everything that they could possibly find about, Oh, what, what happened to, you know, circuit city or like, you know, that kind of thing. So, but I feel like you always hear about documentaries that are being made about like super recent events. Like they're like, this is now in production. Well, like, um, like they talked about the, um, the college admission scandal. Like they, they're already making a movie about it. Right. Like, uh, one that, one that always struck me and, and it's older now, but, um, Gamergate and uh, like still not familiar. It, it, it's it's one of those things where it was like a it was basically like a a buildup of social media and how social media controls things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know enough about it because I didn't do the research, but I've seen a lot of people talking about it again. And that was like two or three years ago that it happened, and people are talking about it again now because everybody's kind of trying to figure out what it was. Yeah, and there's no real answer as to exactly what happened to cause it but there was all this backlash about social media and how like and it wasn't specifically geared towards sexism but a lot of it stemmed from like female gamers being raked on twitter or like you know just this like back and forth between the community and then it got into like the the cost of video games and dlc downloads and shit like that and then everything just kind of came together and didn't really make any sense. So there's, there's a lot of weird stuff out there about it, but like I, I want to do more research on it because it was something that was actually interesting to me, Yeah, but I don't know enough about it. Right. Yeah. That's so. why I think like there, and again, like there's so many people making good documentaries right now. Like you can find a good documentary that is something that you care about or, you know, it's that, that touched you or yeah. that was a part of your life. In some right. Way. Yeah, yeah. I could literally sit here and talk about like, 
every documentary and docuseries that I've watched. Listen to our documentary so podcast on Monday mornings. Monday mornings. <laughs> um, Monday so at 3 a.m. Let us any of us go to work. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's talk about in. beer because that's what this podcast <laughs> is actually about. Um, so we are drinking a. Inner Earth yes. from Dancing Gnome yes, to start the podcast. Just released. Just released on Saturday. Yes. Um, I will say this is only the second time they've ever brewed this beer. I didn't know that they had already brewed this. I thought this was brand new. No, it's, um, yeah, so it's a rerun of, uh, and I looked it up on Untapped. That's the only reason I know this. Um, it was in November of 17 was the last mm. time they did it, and it wasn't canned. It was only... Because that was back when they were just getting their canning line like up and running. So they weren't canning everything. They were just canning like big releases. And that's pretty wild, because that, that's probably like around the time that we started going there. Habitually. Or at least I started, yeah. yeah. Like, because it was right after like their... Th- th- that would have been their first birthday, right? Yeah. 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 So right after the first birthday, mm-hmm. which I missed that party, which right. I'm still kicking myself about. Mm. But this beer... Um, I gave it a very high rating the first time. And so I went based off of that and said, yeah, you know what? Give me a four pack of it. Mm -hmm. And it does not disappoint. Um, what I told Sean and Sean rated it very highly as well. Um, it's super juicy, but it still has that dankness to it that I like. So that's going to be my review of the week. It smells, yeah, it smells Um, very, um, it smells like vegetation, which I know I said. I don't know what I said. Tasted like vegetation. That was uh, that was that equilibrium beer that you had, wasn't it? No, in the group text. There was something else. Oh. It was a different beer that I had, mm-hmm. but um, uh, warm hand splash. I think is what it was. Oh, warm hand's so good though. Yeah, I don't know. I this is this is very good. I feel I, like that I really one. Like I feel this. like that one. It's like it's like weirdly overpowering to me, and I, I honestly don't know. We still need to get a beer wheel. Um, yeah, but I don't know how to accurately describe most of these beers, so this is just pulling terms out that I think may fit. I don't know. It tastes like I want to say like celery, but not really like celery, but like some weird like like plant some that por- I wouldn't some sort of like floral tone. Like and I think that's actually yeah. what they say in the description is there's some sort of like uh, maybe like a piney element or something that might be coming through there because like tr- like a tree like a tree or something yeah that's, yeah yeah that's probably but there is still some citrusy notes to this which i like um i just feel like a lot of their their doubles just really blend together for me i don't <laughs> think this one does i think this one stands out okay um yeah. personally but right. the um no this is that's what i yeah like you know i i will never not get doubles there because like i there's only been like I, I can't even think of one that like I just didn't like. It's usually like the weirder stuff that they do, like the like Cambrusco. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cambrusco, yeah. Cambrusco yeah. was rough. Yeah, it was. Um, um, but uh, and we love them. So, but you know, it, everyone can't be a winner. But the funny thing is too, like this this release was dwarfed by everything else that went on this week. Yeah. Right. I mean. Right. We stood in line. For Quadberry, mm-hmm. double double underscore Quadberry, yeah, and it was insane. Oh yeah, right. I I can't even because I, I, it's it's the day before the fourth, right? Like, pl- plus you they know, had another one. They had uh, yeah, and it was a a regular IPA. Yeah, it was a standard IPA. Or lovely a, a apparition. Hazy, yeah, lovely yeah. apparition was the name. Which of it. loved that can by the way. So pretty. Oh, it was really like that. It almost looked. 
Yeah, it's like, it's like, like, like the, marble. Yeah, it was it really It looked nice. like marble, which was cool. But um, the, funny thing is, the, the funniest thing about that was um, we got in line, and we're standing in the parking lot to the VFW, like behind the VFW, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy in front of us is the same guy that was in front of us at Lustre Day, two, or not last year, not this past Lustre Day, but the first it. time. Yeah. And he's from Meadville. So he drives down from Meadville to get in line for Dancing Gnome. And it just so happened that we walked up right behind him in line. <laughs> like, That's so so we were talking to him for a little while. I cannot for the life of me remember his name because we didn't reintroduce ourselves. But yeah, um, nice guy. Uh, we were just BSing about beer and whatnot. And um, they were drinking freaking uh, King Julius in front of us. And I was like, oh, please, sir, I want some. Spare some, but, spare some King Julius. <laughs> Uh, but I wasn't about to ask for a pour. Um, if he would have offered it to me, I would have said, "Hell yeah!" But I wasn't about to ask for a pour of that. That's that. Those cans are going for eighty to a hundred dollars online. Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't even get me started. I, I'm not I trying know, to fight about. I'm not trying to fight about people. All right, well let's beer, uh, let's pivot then. Okay, so holiday uh, week, right? Yeah, holiday um, week. Yeah, so we we just we just passed a, a a massive holiday, and the fact that it was on a Thursday just compounded everything. Like. Everyone called off Friday if they weren't already off. Right. I was off. I had you vacation. You had already taken off. Um, yeah, I did go Sarah back to work on Saturday. not off. No. Which sucked. Yeah. But, you know, that, that happens. Yeah, I mean, I was fortunate enough to have off, which was very nice. I didn't have to worry about doing anything for, like, four days. Um, which is great. Um, yeah. I will say I had the whole week off to build the fence in the backyard that's half done. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big fence to do it by yourself. Yeah. Um, it really is. So do so. I, I noticed that a couple places were open. had had like short hours on the fourth. Um, uh, mostly like twelve to four, like eleven to four or something. I think Centerlands was like twelve to four or something. Yeah, there was um, one, and I want to say it was maybe Leaning Cask or like Bloom Brew or somebody out that like out outside of the city. Okay, was open four to seven. That's so strange. Yeah, I think it was for the. Was the soccer game on the fourth, or was that no? It was a baseball game. There was a baseball game. On the oh, fourth. Okay, it started okay. at four right, o'clock. Right, right, okay. It got rained out till yeah. like it didn't start till like six or whatever. Yeah, but um, yeah, that seems like a that seems like a very interesting. But yeah, they were hours. open four to seven. Why like, wouldn't you just do twelve to seven and get the full day? <laughs> like, right, it, it, it's not like anyone's doing anything. You're not like, going to go and drink and party beforehand and then roll into work like <laughs> yeah for three hours right, like right. that that was a little weird to me. But um, yeah, so, I, don't know. I guess my question to you would be. Do uh, you think? Well, let's let's throw it out to everybody. Anybody yeah. wants to respond on sure. social media? Yeah, or so we're gonna we're gonna chat a little bit on like do so. Do we think that holiday hours are a good thing, a bad thing? You know, like they're adequate, shorter. not enough. Yeah, like um, do we do we want to see these places open? I I want to get your thoughts first, and then I'll okay. Um, so my thoughts on a brewery being open mm-hmm. on a holiday like that are generally, I, I defer to the owner at that point, right? Like if you want to have skeleton crew running, you know, people volunteer to work, pay them double time and a half, whatever, you know, or like pay them holiday pay or something like that. Definitely. Absolutely. Please do. Um, I will say it's not fair to bartenders per se to force them to just work for their normal wages on that day. That's that's just my outlook on it because I work in a retail area that does holiday pay, right? I get eight hours of pay regardless of if I go to work or not. 
if I go to work, it's double time. Yeah. Because I'm getting paid those eight hours plus whatever I work that day. So I don't mind working holidays. I, I don't like it because I do like to spend time with my family. I like to throw 30 burgers on the grill and drink beer all day and just pass out on the couch. I don't have to worry about anything, yeah. But if it comes down to it, if you're compensating your employees properly, regardless of what that is, if it's a bonus, if it's, hey, take a free case of beer home, whatever, I like that's that's fine. Yeah. But it has to be that way. That's that's my outlook on it. Sure. Yeah. If it, and I don't know enough about these yeah. places that are open during that to say yes or no. Four hours is plenty. Yeah. In my idea. Right. In my opinion, yeah. I think even if even if maybe you're not constant, uh, compensating them for their time, four hours is not that big a deal because most parties are going on later on this type of holiday. Christmas, New Year's, fucking close. Don't don't be up right. Yeah, but, I, it, or or open later, like open at five p.m. on New Year's Day, right, or whatever it is. But when it comes to the Fourth of July, earlier is better. Shorter day, get people in, get them buying your product for their parties later. To goes fine, have a draft, maybe two, but you don't need a big party rolling in there. You don't need to hang out all day, and that's the consumer side of me, not the yeah business side, but. That's my opinion. Right. Like everyone has a picnic to go to. Yeah. So nobody wants like, to you sit don't in the need to, Yeah. You, like, I, I'd, I'd rather yeah. sit outside, campfire, whatever, you know, like whatever's going on. But I yeah. Mean, so I don't, I, I would say I agree with you if it's like a full day. Like if you're, if you're going to be open for a good chunk of the day, holiday pay is nice. If it's only four hours, I don't think most people would care because again, it's like, you're not really, we're doing, yeah, you're not, it's like most, it's like 4th of July is always about like fireworks and shit. So like that doesn't happen until like 9 PM anyway. Right. But I mean, at the same time though, and I feel like most of these, uh, most, most servers or, you know, bartenders, beer tenders, whatever are making less than minimum wage hourly. Yeah. And they're working for tips. Most of the time, these types of holidays are going to be slow. Right. Yeah. For tips I, anyway. Cause like a lot of people are coming right. in and getting their cans to go, getting their growlers yeah. or whatever, you know? So I would say some sort of stipend for the day would be a good idea. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. Hey, yeah. Here's I, a, here's a bonus of a hundred bucks. I do. I did really like that they were open. Oh yeah. So me too. I could go because your, your thing didn't start until four. Right. So I'm like, what the hell am I going to do all day? Like I thought, we, I thought I was going to be drinking all day. And oh, you, could, up, you could have come over earlier, but right. But you know, whatever it's like, well, I mean, it's nice. To, it didn't start until four. Cause then I could do stuff before. Sure. And by do stuff, I mean, go to dancing and I'm going to drink mm-hmm. by myself, which is fine. Did you go anywhere else? Um, no, but I did send the couple that was sitting next to me to Cinderland's cause they, knew they were open. I was like, like I want it like, well, noon. they did a cool thing too. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Yeah. I, w- I actually looked it up. So they had, I don't even know. Can you, do you the, have any the more? The 4th of July pastry, bash or whatever it was it was um so they had each of their brewers do a different stout with different adjuncts and so they had i think six of them total so there were three at each location and so 3705 had three of them and uh warehouse had three of them so i thought that was really cool just to kind of like but it was also short they were only open like three hours four Mm -hmm. hours right so it was come in have them Go about your business. That's cool. Yeah, I mean that's that's fun. That's like a fun thing to do on a holiday if you're yeah. only open for a couple hours. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like most people would understand. Um, I it it starts to get dicey. I think with holidays, 
when you start wanting to be open, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Day, like that's when people start to get mad because like those are like the big ones. Like Fourth of July, I don't really give a shit about Fourth of July. No, I just I, use it to drink. So I don't care if I'll you know just get it the day before. Yeah, like, get your alcohol the day before. I'm not. I'm not dyeing my beard red, white, and blue or anything like that. Right. Yeah, it's just. It's like um, that. And like, well, I mean, St. Patrick's Day, like that's not even like a real holiday. That's just people just drink on the weekend before or after. Yeah, but nobody gets the day off from work yeah. for that. Like yeah. th- that. That's the thing. If like Memorial Day, I appreciate being closed on Memorial Day mm-hmm. because, it, especially for how many like veteran families there are, or you know, uh, and Memorial Day is more in in the vein of like people who've passed away and stuff like that. Like if you're a part of that and right. you've had family members that served and, you know, passed away overseas or, you know, killed, killed in action or whatever that that's different because you don't want to be sucking people into work for even a little bit of time during something like that. Like if I, it's, a, if it's, yeah, I guess, I guess home. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I would like, I would be interested to see what, how people, f- how actual people who have like lost people in the military feel about that. Cause it's like, you know, it's just like a, it's like a Monday. Right. It's not really, you know, it's, it's like just, just a long a weekend day. to be right. able like, to hang out. That just seems like another one of those holidays. It's just like, Oh, it's nice to just have another day off. You yeah, know? like it seems yeah. like they for have for most people, right? right. Like we don't yeah. have that direct family member right. that was. Yeah, so I'd be interested to see, but yeah, I mean that's that's a whole different. But like our grandfather but, served, you know, like that, yeah. that kind of thing. Like there's we everybody everyone has, knows someone, so right. it's like you know, do I think it's necessary to have uh, a whole day, you know, or but like most not of these places aren't open on Monday yeah. either, right? Right. That's the other thing is most of the most of the small businesses are closed Monday Tuesday, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and if you're open, then so be it. You're going to celebrate however, whatever. But yeah. like in my job, we're open every day except Easter and Christmas mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving. Right. Right. That's three days out of the year that I'm guaranteed to have off. Right. I have to request the rest of the them other holidays if I want them off, which right. is a pain in the ass. But they do give you holiday pay if you work them. Right. Well, you get holiday pay regardless. Okay. So, like, I got holiday pay and vacation on, on the 4th because I took a vacation day. So, I get paid regardless yeah. of it. But and, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I've been with the company that I'm with a, a long time. And they do take care of us pretty well. But that's something that's obnoxious to me. Like, in my line of work, you do not need to be open on the 4th of July. Right. So that's my that's my outlook on yeah. it. That's why no, that I say sense. compensate yeah, that's your why people. It's so, yeah, that's why it, I really want you to take care of your employees. Because at the end of the day, these people that are going out during the day on the 4th of July may not be the type of people that are going to take care of their bartenders. Yeah. They're the type of people that are going to roll in, be shitheads, mm-hmm. and roll out. Yeah. And I don't like that about the industry, but right. that's that's because everyone's already in, in that. That's, yeah, like I mean, yeah, you're that, in that party mood. Like, you want to yeah. get drunk? I'm gonna right. get drunk at noon. Right. Let's get fucking wasted. Like yeah. that's the idea, and and those types of people either don't tip or or tip so minimally yeah. that it doesn't matter, right? Like there, you should have just not tipped, but. Yeah, I mean, you 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 kind of have to deal with that no matter where you are. Right. No, that's why, I, that's I why I like that. so like working in the service industry it, like around alcohol, like it it was nice to have off the fourth when the fourth when the fourth was on 
a day that we were open. Sometimes yeah. it wasn't, which sucked because you're like, shit, I don't get well, the day well, off. Well, I get the day off, but it's my normal day It's off, our, yeah. already my day off. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but yeah, you know, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have minded doing like four hours of work. I right, think they like, generally just to be open did get like double cash register or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. It's because yeah. mostly. And uh, where these, these places did have like limited stuff. Like they didn't have a food truck. Disney didn't have a food truck. Cinderlands wasn't doing full menu. They were only doing like snacks and stuff. So right. like that's nice. Like it's yeah, so they like, let it's, most it's like of their, a, it was it's a like skeleton. It's generally crew, yeah. an easier day. Yeah. So and it wasn't it like wasn't that busy when I was in there. So yeah. See that that I didn't know, but I know the third they were overrun. Yeah. All day. Right. Right. I think that was just the that was probably I think that was probably just like a consequence of where it fell because like it was everyone was more off the, everyone was off for four days like if you didn't take off but it was also it. the the quad barrier release that really drove people in yeah. I think too yeah so I can't say plus it was like nice wasn't it nice oh, it was out? so nice out. yeah it was brutally hot but, but no one cares no no they want wants people to be, want to be outside yeah. like. I don't. It was a good time. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I think Dancing Gnome handled the the third very well. Um, the beer was phenomenal. Uh, if you got cans of Quadberry, congrats! You are now in uh, rarefied air as far as that goes. Yeah, it's <laughs> really fucking hard to get that shit. It is. So. It was sold out by four forty five, five o'clock. Yeah, I think I could have I could have seen that coming. Like they did not have draft the next day. No, so that the draft was also gone that yeah. day. And then uh, Sarah and I were there on Friday. Um, we just popped in for a minute, right? And uh, Andrew was there hanging out, owner, right? And he uh, stopped by, said hi. We, we chatted for a little bit. Um, he's really excited about upcoming stuff. Um, they have some collabs that they're doing and stuff like that. He's doing a lot of traveling again. It's that season, though. Everybody's doing their their anniversaries and uh, this is, this beer is festival peak beer fest it, yeah. season. So, so, um, yes. Okay. So I have a couple things that I want to talk about oh, now that we're talking. Do you let me grab another beer? And then yeah. We'll okay. Talk about um, it. so I am going to good vibes on Saturday. That is, uh, that's my big exciting news. Um, I am very excited to see like the list has been insane. If you're following along on Instagram at good, Bi- good vibes, beer fest, good vibes, Good vibes. Sorry. Um, so there's uh, there are so many damn breweries that are going to this thing, and I can't imagine that I'm going to be upright leaving it. Um, but there's uh, there's a few of the heavy hitters that I've been to, and a few that I've heard of that I'm really like excited to be around just to just to see the place. You know, like I've I've been to the Voodoo in Meadville. But it's been a couple years, and I've never been to the spot where they give you, or where they go to, uh, where they do good vibes, and it's part of their like compound. So I'm excited to see like Building Three, where they do all the sour stuff, and really just excited to to experience it because Sean said it was probably one of the best festivals that he'd ever been to. Alex, just grab something. Jeez, I'm I'm running out of stuff to say over here. <laughs> There's, it's literally just all triples, and I don't want to take something that Sarah wants. Oh. I'm just going to drink all this right. dream cannon. I don't care. That's fine. Um, so, a nice summery drink. Yes. Summer sorbet. Um, I remember this one being very good when I was there, so I'm excited to try it in can. The, so it's Sarah and I really like this. Um, it's probably a little bit old right now, but that's okay. Eh, it's only maybe a month. 
but okay, yeah. So, so, so beer fest. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk. Let's let's hit let's. It. Well, no, not beer. Uh, not beer fest. Oh. I guess I wasn't clear about what I wanted to talk about. So last week, this week, this past week, yeah. Dancing Gnome released a beer that uh, that came in at two point eight percent alcohol. Yes. Yes. So I feel like we need to talk about that. Morbid Velocity. Morbid Velocity. So this was a collaboration they did with... Dissolver. Okay. I don't, I, I don't know who that is. Yeah, um, they are a nomadic brewery. Um, okay. So they do not have a place of their own yet. They're working on it. Uh, but they do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of collabs. Um, and so the cool thing about them is... I mean, it only makes sense if you're brewing... Right. No, with, yeah. like, in someone's space. Like, it's like a no-brainer. Right, but... The, and the, everyone loves a collab. And they are brilliant social media people. A dissolver? Yeah. Okay. Like, go to their Instagram page, and you can see, like, the, it's a mural. They have... I think they keep it at, like, 72 photos all the time. Mm-hmm. They just delete the old ones, and they put in new ones and all that. But it's a mural down the page. Like, if you look at it in the three view, everything ties into everything. They yeah. post in threes. They do all of it. Okay. And, like, they do a lot of videography mm-hmm. for their releases. So I'm sure you saw the the Dancing Oh, maybe you didn't. No, um, I did not. But, so, like, the, the collab with Dancing Gnome, they did, like, a like a walk-up of, of um, like, a drone flyby of the building. Like, it was... Really cool. They put in a bunch of music with it. It's it's actually extremely well done. Yeah. Um, they are... I mean, I guess when your resources aren't going to running an actual brewery, you have some money to play with for social media, so... Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's um, that's really what it comes down to, but the, the, that's what really caught my attention about them was... But, I mean, that like that's the stuff people like and look for. Like, if yeah, you so aren't like, having... Oh wow! Oh yeah. wow! Okay. Like so, everything yeah. plays into the next one. Like they have a plan that is in very, place. That's very Ariana like, Grande when she was releasing her her Sweetener album, which I it doesn't matter. Like I know but it's like, stupid, but it's like this the same one. Thing. Like the top yeah, of the right, thing's like, head is in the yeah, other picture. Like yeah. they knew that's that this a was lot coming. of thought. Like that's a and lot of they they generally keep their posts lower than 102, but yeah. the whole page is all one big that thing. Like, is actually really dope like it's <laughs> insane and i don't know how how people think of this shit honestly right like because it, you can't like there's no possible way they're doing all of those all at once but yeah so like this is the the video oh, they did with that's really cool. like it's okay I didn't like phenomenal. that transition. No, <laughs> that blo- that's, that seems like a very up, yeah, like that seems like a very like eye movie. Like <laughs> we're in high school. Like right, but, but then there's like that's that's actually that's so cool. But they do they do this all the time with everybody. Yeah, and it's always in their story. Like I watch their story just to see what's going on. Yeah, and they do some crazy collabs. They do some really cool stuff. Um, Someone is, went to film school for oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. But like the whole thing, it's like really well done. Yeah. I'm <coughs> I'm very impressed. That is actually super cool. Yeah. So check out Dissolver. Yeah. And it's just, fo- it, just follow them purely based on how cool their Instagram is. Like right. you don't even need to have the beer. But it's, anyway. um, it's spelled D S S O L V R. Yes. So no vowels except for the O. Um, so yeah, so they did a collab. Two point eight percent. Two point eight percent. Let me tell you. Did you know, have what it? Do they, they call it a petite IPA? Petite IPA. And someone was like, 
I was talking to a couple next to me on 4th of July, and they were like, yeah, I've never had a petite IPA. And I'm like, I literally think they're the first ones that have ever used that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's, like, I just don't made think, it up. Yeah, like, I don't think anyone's ever done that. <laughs> I don't think it's a thing. But it makes sense. Um, did you have it? I did. Okay. Yeah, we had it on draft, though. I, I didn't have cans. Sean has two cans for me. Oh, they did can it. I didn't yeah. know they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was just on draft. Um, I... <coughs> Sorry. You good? Okay. <coughs> So, um, I sort of loved it. Oh, it was phenomenal. Wasn't it good? It was so the good. Be- I, I told the couple next to me, I'm like, listen, I already had this this week. Like, I'm going to get one so you guys can try it. So they were like, I don't know if I want it. I'm like, you should try it. And then I was like, all right, let me get a half pint and then you guys can try it. And they were like, all right, sure. Which, like, I don't generally. You should have just bought them a half pint. I don't generally. Yeah, I don't like generally it. recommend sharing having, beers with random yeah, people. Having random people drink out of your beers. Um, but I also don't give a shit, so whatever. Um, so I had them try it, and they like weren't that really into it. But they had also like just had like warm hand splash, like something super heavy, like a double. But yeah, I, that was the first one I tried when I went there on Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. Um, or no, yeah, it would have been Thursday the previous week, probably. Yeah, because that yeah, was the when they released before, it, I'm right? The sure. week before. Um, but they sold out of it that day, or I, not that day, maybe a couple days later, but. I was very impressed. It it put me in the mind of um, Half Lustra. It's very close, very, yeah. very similar. But I would I, say and I did hear I heard Scott. Scott's the tall one that bartends sometimes, but is mostly in the back. Yeah, doing brewing stuff. Um, I heard him talking about it to um, one of the customers, um, and he Probably said one of the regulars. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not going to go any farther than that. Um, I heard him say, like, they use, like, the same amount of hops. I don't know how they got the alcohol so low, but, like, it had flavor. Like, it was definitely, like, a light beer, like, a light-style beer, but the amount of hop flavor that they got in it was insane, and I would absolutely drink it over any of the light beers from any of the big beer players ever. Alcohol-to-flavor ratio, I would say it's on par with all day. In the, like, if you ramped up the alcohol to all day's level, it would have been that much more flavorful. And that's kind of where I sat it. Was it, it's so, it was really like not light in your mouth. You know what I mean? Like, it was like a, almost like a thicker session IPA. Yeah. Like, like a clear, yeah. like it was like almost like a clear IPA that was like a hate, like, I'm sorry. Let me, let me try that again. It was almost like a clear session IPA, but like a hazy version. Yeah. Right. You know, like it had that extra heavy to it. Yeah. It definitely it had wasn't body. Like, like it, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like super thin. It was phenomenal. And oh yeah. I, one of, one of the standouts of the summer so far. Crazy. Just, just, just wild. I don't know what kind of sorcery they did on that beer, but yeah, it, it, was surprisingly good, and they probably still have it on draft. So if you're interested in what a 2.8 percent beer tastes like from Try Dancing it. Gnome, definitely. And they priced it right at the lower price point too. I think this. Uh, I think four packs were like 16 bucks. Yeah, which but, which I did think was a little bit high, but then you know, listening to them talk about like how much Hobbs actually went into it, I'm like, okay, right. Um, so shifting gears because we've hit our Dancing Gnome limit for the podcast. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, okay. I get well. I had this one in Dancing Gnome, but it's not a Dancing Gnome beer. Go so on. Let me talk about this. So, 
Uh, Equilibrium just arrived in Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago from Shane. It was a spot release, so they're not going to be here regularly. Okay. All right. Um, so we had a little bit of Equilibrium, which I... Where are they from again? They're from New York. New York. Okay. Not yeah. not city. Proper. But they're from just outside, like 40 minutes outside. Of okay. Here. Yeah. So I... Lakeview Lake or Lake... Lake Town. I, I, it doesn't really matter to me. I just, in case anyone on anyone listening to this is curious. Um, so yeah, so they. I guess that was a big get for Shane. Congrats, Shane. Yeah, and um, Mary and all the crew over. I don't know if we talked about this, but he he did listen along whenever we were drinking it on the podcast, and um, so there wasn't a lot of markup on it. From from I, I don't know if I can say this or not. But I'm going to say it anyway because he, he messaged me about it. Um, but uh, the the price point was $24 a four-pack, which I didn't find that unreasonable. No. For, it's, for it's it being an out-of-town craft brewery that you're never going to see here, probably at least for a little while. Um, and and it was basically like just to cover their cost to get it here. Yeah. And so right. and, and I find that very fair. I think Shane yeah, does a really nice. good yeah, job. That's not, I mean, they could have easily marked it up because – yeah, it they have to make money. Too. It could have been like twenty-eight so like, a four-pack, which would have been probably it. it they just—they honestly just want us to have good beer, and right. they're willing to—they're willing to take hits on some so they can get us the shit that we right. Probably but they're also have. selling a lot of their standard um, brands, right? Right, like so single cut. You can get single cut pretty much anywhere in the Everywhere, city now, yeah. And it's still really good beer. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. Like there's there's not a single cut that I've had that I was like, ugh, gross. You know, um, the, the thing is, um, so those two beers were very good. D hop and, uh, yeah, D hop 17 and, uh, energy equals was the other one. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so I had an experience with, so I was, I sat down on, when was I there? Friday, Friday night after I went to Cinderland's. So yeah. I was there both Thursday and Friday. Surprise, we were we were there both surprise, Wednesday surprise. and Friday, so don't. Yeah, um, um, I was talking to the couple that was sitting next to on the Fourth of July, and I was like, "Yeah, we're here like pretty much every week." And then I was like, "Yeah, it's like it's pretty rare that uh, we're not here on a week." And then Kevin was like, "Yeah, we like miss him when he's not here." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Shut up! I drink too much. I know." Um, but he no, he was just joking around with them. But um, yeah, so I got handed a half pint of something, which I'm always. Super excited about because the the bartenders at Dan's and them get like really good shit. Um, um, I'm gonna have to talk to you about something off air. Okay, <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's. Um, yeah, so and then sometimes you know they give us a little splash. So he, he uh, Trevor gave me a little splash of something, um, and it turned out to be an Equilibrium beer. It tasted like wet bread, like or like wet noodles, like without anything. On them, it was the weirdest sensation. Like it, it kind of, ta- I, I, I kept saying stuff like, it kind of tastes like you threw up in your mouth a little bit. Kind of tastes like what I imagine bile tastes like. <laughs> you know, like I, it, it's, it was like not good at all. Like I don't know what this, this, the status of how this was stored. I don't know if we got a bad can. Like I don't know, but I will say like it was one of the nastiest things I've ever consumed. And I'm putting it below Gorilla Snacks because it was that Whoa, bad. Well, Gorilla Snacks was bad. Um, that beer, 
deviation is going to be a good vibes. So I will yes. be trying it and reporting back. Yes, so we will. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Nick is going to this fest this Saturday. So we, we're going to see what he thinks of it. I, I, it, 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 it had to have been like a bad it can. Seems to, yeah, it, like it, it, that, someone didn't store something right or something. Like I can't, or maybe it was just a bad batch. I can't or maybe imagine. It's just not good beer. I, I, don't I, I don't like. I'm excited to try it though. Yeah, like I just want. Well, you I, would think like I. I want to go in without that, like that, thinking about your review yeah, of it though, yeah. because I really want to like experience it mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. the beer instead of yeah. like Alex thought this was gross. So I'm gonna drink it. Like, <laughs> I, like I know. And, like, we all thought it was bad. Like, it was me, Zach, and Trevor, and, like, we were all trying to come up with things, like, to to say about it. Like, I just, I had to choke it down, and... So you basically had, like, an equilibrium roast on Friday night. Basically. Right. Yeah. It was, it was just very... Just, that just reminds me of the, uh, the scene from Anchorman, where they're all, like... After he puts on the Black Panther and somebody just like screams out, "Oh yeah, smells like Bigfoot's dick!" <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, absolutely, yeah. That's literally what it was like. Um, I there, I, there's so many good quotes in that scene. Oh, I it's can't so good. Remember any of them? Though. It smells um, like a baby diaper covered in burnt hair, <laughs> or what is it like? Oh, no, it, was, it was a baby diaper filled with Indian food, and then uh, like a turd covered in burnt hair or something. Like, oh god, that movie is so good. Remember when we were sitting down here watching it with Jake over Facetime? Yes. Um, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah. So I, I like. So the thing is, like, I, the thing that's making me think that it's it was not intentional is that I can't imagine anyone liking the flavor of that beer. <laughs> like, Gorilla Snacks, I feel like... Maybe like, like Mike, some, You know, like, I feel like someone somewhere like some would like it. Who, like, like, it like wasn't, smoke seeds all their lives or something. Or ju- like, just, like, people that like ginger and right, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I feel like... But it just... It tasted... Dis- I was like... I honestly thought, like, this might kill me. Like, this oh. beer might kill me. It, yeah, because you it, got, I like, think food it's poisoning afterwards or something. Or like, something. Yeah. Mm. I... Yeah. It was just... It was and not... And that's, the, that's the, the negative to, like, just dropping off a beer at a brewery. Right? Because, like, I have all this stuff down here yeah. that I paid a lot of money for. Right. That I would drink happily because I know I paid a lot of money for it. And if it sucks... I'm going to deal with it. That's on you. Yeah. But if I didn't store something properly and I gave it to somebody else and they got sick off it or it was that bad, Mm -hmm. then I would feel like a dickhead. Right. And not like uh, that, that dream that exploded, like the story Mm -hmm. I told last week, right. Or two weeks ago. Um, I feel, I felt bad for Sean and Sean was like, dude, I didn't believe you. He was like, I can't, I, he was like, he's joking. He's he's fucking with me because he knows that this is like a rumor that this happens. Yeah. And and like I met up with him to trade beers last week and he was like, dude, I feel so bad. And I was like He I you, saw him. I saw him in dancing. Did he tell you that we saw each other? Yeah, yeah. At dancing gnome? Yeah. He he's so funny. I oh, forgot what I was I need saying. to I need to find I was like texting someone and I he was like he was like, I wouldn't send that. And it was it was kind of a text that I like probably shouldn't send to someone. But just because I was like roasting someone else, and oh, I was like, geez. "Well, you want to read it?" I don't even know who I was texting, but yeah, he's so funny. Um, but yeah, like he texted in the group chat later, and he was like, uh, "He was like, Sarah, I'm sorry that that dream became such a nightmare for you." Oh God! <laughs> like he, because like, I told him the story, and I and and he was like, "Oh yeah, that I'm definitely sending that to her." What did he say though? Hold on. There was. Uh, 
Oh. <laughs> so he said, uh, I'm getting to it. Hold on. Where the hell is it? Ah. Uh, Oh, that Miami, that Miami Vice dream was on you. So those two strawberry cheesecake lollipop dreams are on me. <laughs> Sorry again about that. <laughs> and then he goes, sure hate to see a dream turn into a nightmare. <laughs> oh, God. Because <laughs> I told him the stories. So. Yeah, that's such a... That's such a... <laughs> uh, it was just... Yeah, it was just funny. That's such a dad joke. And but then he's later, like also a father, so... Right, but then later on he goes, uh, <laughs> fellow dream crushers... <laughs> Like, just calling us out. Oh, my God. Sean. <laughs> he was like, any chance of grabbing cans from this weekend's release or you whatever? You big but, goof. All right. Anyway, Sean. so, um, yeah. so we cracked into the, the Dream Cannon. Yes. This one's drinking okay. I, this I, is good. Yeah. I thought it was better when it was fresher. Yeah. It's not bad. It's no, still, no. It's, it's not. It's definitely not, it hasn't gone bad. Like, I'm assuming that Equilibrium beer did, but. Right. So I just dumped some of that on the rug. That's um, right. But so yeah, I'm, I'm, I will be. I'll be waiting for a text after. I want you to try that first. Like, uh, I want you to go there first. I know that they're going to do like timed releases of rare stuff, so I don't want to say that's going to be oh, my okay. first beer. But because I know, don't forget about it. No, no, God, no, I won't. Um, but so in getting away from the dancing gnome topic, because we've been on that for a half an hour. Yeah, we have. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. So we went to uh, Strange Roots today in Millville, because they were doing uh, Taco Mania, and okay. Blue Sparrow was there, so obviously we had to chase them down. Yeah. Um, we didn't actually do like the whole get your tickets thing and try all the, the places. We just went to Blue and got tacos. But Jess was there. Hi, Jess. Um, and they had the... Uh, Korean barbecue taco, and then they had a Mexican street corn taco. Oh my god, that sounds so good! It was so good. Was there it? was it was just street corn, like you know, mayo, cheese, corn. That was it. Like that was the stuffing, and and like uh, cilantro and whatever else you know. But there was no meat. It was just corn in a taco. It was great. Was it? Phenomenal. Honestly, I feel like that sounds more appealing to me than actual street to- street corn. Oh, see, I like I like street corn on the cob. Right, I but think I that's just like I don't guy. like t- I corn the cob is is really messy to me. I yeah. don't I don't like it. Like I'll eat it. I, it's not my favorite thing, but I think that concept is very good because I've always wanted to try street corn, but I've never had it. Oh, it's so good. There's um, what's the place downtown? It's a taco place. Candado? No, it might be taco. Actually. Taco, taco. Yeah, yeah they do. Um, they do a, a bowl okay. of Mexican street corn that's fire. But uh, the point of my diatribe into Strange Roots was I tried the all Simcoe IPA, and it was just an IPA. It wasn't like wild fermented or anything like that, and yes. it was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I went – we went shout there. Shout out to those guys. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we went there – um, we went to the Gibson. You were at the Melville location. We went to the Gibsonia location last week after the Greek Food Festival. Um, one of my oh, friends. Oh, that was, was last week. Yes, in oh. Oakmont. Um, oh. Yeah, so we went to Oakmont and then we went to Inner Groove for the first time, which I thought was good. I feel like they They're have new. Some, they definitely have some room to grow. It's a cool spot. It's big. It's very big. The, um, uh, they had more of the patio expanded. Were you outside at all? 
No, it was raining. Oh, uh, okay. It was raining that day, so we didn't have a chance to go outside. But, um, yeah, it was decent. Um, and then I went to go see Nikki, who we had on the podcast a while ago. It'd be cool to have her back on. Yeah. Well, actually, no, she can't drink now because she's pregnant. So, congrats, Nikki, on being hey, pregnant. Hey, congrats. Congrats. Um, I think she's doing October, which is so oh, funny because wow. she, like, loves Halloween, so it's, like, perfect for Oh, her. yeah, that's perfect. Um, so... Yeah, so we went, and I had, I, I think I tried both of them. I didn't get a full one myself, because I always like to get the sours. There. Well, we need to have her husband on anyway, so we should probably still get them on. Yes. While ah, she's pregnant, so that great. she can be. Yeah, so she, she can, can drive. Yeah. yeah, perfect. That actually sounds <laughs> that would be, great. That would be rude as hell. I would hell. love to get him <laughs> shit-faced drunk. I've never seen him intoxicated before. Oh, that'd be so funny. So I'm very, that would be actually really funny. <laughs> she talked a lot about him when, when she was here. Yes. So. Um, yeah, so uh, I was very impressed because I went another time when they had IPAs and they tasted sour. Like, I don't know if they were well fermented or like what they did with them, but their descriptions to me are very lacking in like what it is. Although I did have, um, okay on draft. Okay. Or Ook. I, I, it's an O with a line above it. Is that, is that Ooh? Or is I, that, no, I, 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 I would say it's probably just say okay. it might. It, it, I said okay. Yeah, but it was okay, and that was the name of the beer, and it was um, wild fermented and aged in oak casks. Okay, so, yeah, I think I saw that one, but I didn't. I'm not. It was. I'm not a big aged beer kind of person. It wasn't like barrel aged. Okay, it was. It was just the oak, the like the oaky flavor that came through, and even Sarah was like, I would never order this, but I really enjoyed it. So. That one was really good, but but that IPA really kind of blew me away because I was not expecting a standard IPA. I thought it was going to be like funky or some sort of like weird twist on a Simcoe IPA, which I'm cool with because I like Simcoe. Right, right. But yeah, I was, I I mean, was just if, glad to if have. If they're it. gonna be if they're gonna be making this stuff consistently, like watch out for Strange Roots. Yeah, that, I that, feel like they're slept on a lot. Are. But the like. Um, it the seems thing, like a very niche place. It's also it's also like fairly expensive for fairly. how much you actually get. You I know? mean, I got I got two twelve ounce pours today. It was eleven bucks, so it wasn't outrageous. Yeah, but again, it's, some of them are some of them can get real. You can, you can spend nine bucks on right. on ten ounce pours yeah. or something like that. Right. But they, I mean, they also have to limit their because it's more like a it's almost like mead or cider. Because yeah. it's higher alcohol, right? right. But that, ju- that still just goes to show, like, the whole, like, niche that they've built. Which, I mean, they're they're thriving. They opened up the kitchen in the Gibsonia location, so they have a full menu now, which is congratulations on that. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely check it's them also, out. Oh, they also built, like, covered, like, picnic table, a uh, covered picnic table area out there, too, which is oh, really like a, cool. Oh, like a so. um, pavilion almost? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, not just, like not like looks, treehouse. Yeah, it size, looks a lot di- like it looks like they're they're starting to do like more development on it. So, so yes. Um, and from what we still learned, still loving Nikki, Strange Roots. Yeah, they're, they're I was a, gonna get the Acorn beer. I never ended up getting it, um, but I think they still have it. That sounds like it would be like a because Jake Jake messaged us at some point and said he he was like someone needs to try this Acorn beer because it sounds. Insane. I would imagine uh, just just off the top of my head. I don't know anything about this beer. I have not heard of this, other than maybe Jake sending it to us. But the um, the idea of an acorn beer to me sounds like it would have to be like a barley wine, mm, like something okay. with like a caramel like yeah. flavor to it because it's nutty. You know, you figure 
acorn would make it be more like earthy flavored, right. and you'd have to have something sweet to kind of kind like counterbalance it. Yeah, and I don't know enough about their brew process or what kind of beer it is even to to say what it would taste like. Right. Yeah. Um, if I if I ever see that one again, I definitely want to grab that. They just do the weirdest shit. They really do. And a lot and of it's, it's like very local too, which is which is great. Yeah. So. And it's all good. It is good. I don't yeah. think that I've had one that was like, this is gross. You know, from them. I, I've always at least tolerated it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and at most loved it. Like Yeah, I agree with that. Like the Heartwood, yeah. right? Like that one. Oh, that, oh, so that was good. oh my god, so good. And it was so good a year later. I still have a, a bottle of this strawberry beer. Um, that I still want to try. Apparently, it ages very well. It's I think it's probably been like two years now since I've had it, but I would love to try that to see if it's still like any good. I'm pretty sure I still have a dry log Ragnarok around here. You probably so. do, honestly. I don't. I don't know for sure, but yeah, I feel like you have something. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Hey, Sarah. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, well, that's good. So I'm glad that you had a good experience at Stranger Things today. Yeah, it was, de- was they great. definitely seem like they're like fully expanding now. If they're making like good IPAs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think that they're, like they're really IPAs. coming into the the brewing everything stage. Whereas when they were dry log, it was just wild fermented, right? And then when they transitioned to Stranger Things, they opened it up to maybe not as focused on that, mm-hmm. but still everything came out funky. Right. You know, so seeing them do just like a standard, like, oh, I can crush like three or four of these because it was only like six percent or something like that. It wasn't right. like it wasn't like their normal, like nine or ten yeah, yeah. percent. No, it was, yeah, it was sour. like it was it was super standard in terms of an IPA. I was going to get a growler for dad, but I was like, I mean, it, you know, it, I'm glad that they're doing this, but I, I don't think dad would necessarily love it. So do you think that? they'll ever can anything. Yeah. No, I think they'll you get think there. So? Yeah. I think yeah. they'll get there for sure. Um, I, I would be interested to see how some of their stuff behaves in cans. Yeah. Maybe not all of gonna, it. I don't, I don't think don't, they're going to do can't. like the sours in cans. Yeah. Cause the bottles, their bottle process is very good. I think that they've really nailed down how to produce a bottle mm-hmm. of, like a wild fermented ale. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I, I mean, necessarily... we had, we had one here. I can't remember what it was, but it had sat for a while. It was still a dry log beer and it was like at least a year since they, maybe not a year, but it still tasted. And again, like the Heartwood Acres one, that, that was still good. After I think it was like the peach year. one. Wasn't it the peach one that, that we had sitting around forever and, or you, you had like found it in the back of the, fridge or something like that and you were like yeah we got to try this and no i feel like nikki brought one that was old oh, or something like okay. that like i i feel like we've had a couple of beers that are not necessarily fresh that still tasted very good yeah i don't think that their beers fall off no like i think that's that why i'm interested to really try good... like i i'm interested in the <laughs> You gonna make it? No, um, I <laughs> would be interested to try the strawberry beer that I've had for like two years because it, apparently it aged well. But I, it's it, again, it's been like two years. Which, but you know, I mean, it's just been in my closet, so it's right. not like 
Nothing it's not really like dropping happened. and raising yeah. the temperature really greatly right. or anything. So, I mean, I would imagine, I mean, we'll have to try it out, but yeah, um, I was, I was going to bring that one. Cause I figured we were like talking, we we're probably going to talk about dry log, but next time for sure. All right. Anyway, the, uh, so the beer festival season is in full swing. Yes. Right. Correct. Um, the, uh, I know, um, like I said, we talked to Andrew at Dancing Gnome for a little bit there, and he's going to be doing a lot of traveling. Uh, but Cinderlands is included in the next Hop Culture event, and I thought that was big for them because they're not typically out of the city okay. yet. But um, which is which is kind of interesting to me because I mean like, they may they have been on from, another one or two. They but went like, from making. Like they went from having a three barrel system to like a 15 barrel system. Right. Which is huge for them. And they've been pumping out a ton of beers. Yeah. It, and it's, canning it's a lot very, of them. It's surprising to me <laughs> that I, so I was at Centerlands a lot this week. I was at Centerlands twice on Friday, once in, at the Lawrence Hall, and we finally got rid of Jake's car after all my car debacles. I don't think I ever talked about them on this podcast. So oh, I'm not going to yeah. get into that now, but <laughs> I had to drunk, uh, I had to drunk a car. And we got uh, some cash for it. And I, I'm, I, I was like, oh, my God. Can I please just speak? I can't speak. Uh, I was like, let's just go blow it. Because the only time I would ever eat at Cinderlands, because it's very expensive, is spiders crawling down the wall. Down the wall. Kill it. All right, I'm killing it. Get it. It's really big. Oh, okay, great. It's dead. There's a ton of... Of spiders down here on the ceiling. <laughs> it is scary. Okay. Anyway. Oh, it's fine. Anyway. Don't worry about it. Um, this this last 15 minutes of the podcast is going to be very hard to get through, so I apologize <laughs> if anyone's there sitting at work listening to this. But um, Thank you for your patronage. So, I like, the food there is very expensive. It's very expensive. Yes. It's, uh, it's, it's expensive. Okay. It's not like you're not, I'm not going to go there. Like it is if, high end though. I would. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I, it's, it's, it seems like such a weird thing. I don't know. Cause I, the appearance of the place is, is very like modern industrial kind of stuff. But like when everything's like casual, like everyone's like you walk in, like I could walk in and sh- like, gym shorts and a t-shirt and get a beer like i feel like there's kind of a disconnect between like how nice the food is and how like nice the venue is and like what is expected of people and stuff like that i don't know yeah that might just I mean, be me being i think that's also their kind of aesthetic right because they want to be open to everybody and it's a very fun place to yeah. be and their beer is phenomenal and their it beer is. is very experimental it is yeah they have a, and their food's very experimental too so um but again like i it's not some place i go like i go after i get a haircut and i get a beer but i never get food because it's expensive so i was like you know what i have a couple extra bucks here like let's go get some food and i'll try it out but so i was at cinderlands twice in a row um and I was surprised at how much more beer there is at the warehouse than there is at the one in Lawrenceville. Yeah. It, you, I would think that it would be, like, easier to just, like, or it would be easy just to, like, drive some kegs over to the other location. So, yeah. like, they have everything. Like, <laughs> they, it's not even, like, close. No, like, they have totally different like, selections. Yeah, like, it, there's so, like, some of them are similar. Which I think is what their, their idea was, was to have the 3705 be, like, an incubator. 
for beer that they're trying. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're they're trying to figure out what um, what the what they need the beer to be. Right. You know, and that's something that uh, I can appreciate. Yeah. You know, that's something that I'd rather see. Yeah, I guess it's just I I don't know if it's been communicated. Like I wish, right. yeah. like I, I that seems like something that I would like. I, I guess like strangers didn't do that either, but like it seems like both of them have the same things. Generally, I, I don't I can't know. Say, yeah, I, I don't. We know don't go there enough to even so, like yeah. be able to see. You know, and I, it's not like they. I don't know. You would have to like look at both the menus simultaneously to see like what. Simultaneously, I um, simultaneously. oh my god, I'm gonna die. Like I can't speak right now. I'm so I, it's been a long it's been a long holiday week. So, and it's like it's like way past my bedtime right now. But that's fine. Um, yeah, so I, it was just it was like wild to me. I'm like God. I would like love more IPA selection at 37.05 because I like it better. There's another spider. It's bigger crawling down the wall. What is happening? What is happening? Is this is this oh, it? Geez, this is this is it? it? We're we're gonna is this die. it? We're all gonna die. I missed him. Oh. oh my god. Oh my god. This is like the scariest thing. I actually I'm not that afraid of die long layers because I know that they can't actually hurt you. Uh, the big furry <laughs> black ones are are, yeah. are scary. There was one of those on the floor earlier and I lost him. So. Oh great, that's lovely. Good thing I'm wearing sandals so I can't see so I can see inside my shoes. All right, great. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, another thing I will say is I love Cinderlands. I've loved Cinderlands for a while. Um, Dad is not really a fan of it, which I, is one point. I, I, they don't make doubles generally. Yeah. Like the style. Yeah. He, the, he likes yeah. high test beers. There was, they did have one double when I was there on Friday at the warehouse, um, which I thought was good. I mean, pretty standard, nothing like spectacular, nothing that I like wouldn't ever get again though. I like the series that they do though. The test piece? I like test piece. I I even Oh, you like like the series in general. The series that they, that they the, the series that they the come series up with. That the they series come up with? that they come yeah. up with, yes. Um, but I, I also really enjoy um, the Tart Shake. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though it's mostly stuff that I don't like, yes, like I'm not a big fan of the beers. I like that they take those risks. We had, yeah, so we had the coconut one. I was expecting to hate it, so I got a five ounce, and I actually really liked it. How about Dead Sleep Coconut though? I haven't liked any of the Dead Sleeps, if okay. I'm being honest. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. I, just- I also don't know if I like. I think that they're good stouts. I think that. Black Clouds is a good stout. I have a really hard time picking out adjuncts when they're in something. So that's why I'm like, I don't really enjoy them as much, you know? Sure, I, sure. I, so I, I'm sorry that I totally just like shut that down. No, 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 it's fine. I, I Believe me. I, but I like, I like a good series of beer. Yeah, me too. Right? Yeah. The Shaman series at Grist House. Shaman's great. Um, even, even Kaboom, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Lucid series was awesome. Was really good. Yeah, um, I agree. I really liked that they brought back um, what was that? Manatee was that the last one that they redid um, recently? But I didn't get any of the. No, I did get some of the second round. But um, so there's uh, there's so much to say about like a good series of beer though. Like yeah. you get a yeah. good and. We had that bold eagle. Uh-huh. I was not a fan. No. I, I mean, 
it was still a decent yeah. beer. I, it was just I it, I, 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 just I don't like the Bird time. series. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. Not uh, just because I thought the the Tree series or Flower series Flower series was so good. Yeah, because they did. They should do trees. That would be good. Yeah. I would love to see some artwork with some trees in it. Yeah. I mean, cut the check. Dancing gnome. <laughs> cut the check. Andrew. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, some of the series at Cinderlands, they have the test piece, which is I, every single test piece I've had has been really good. Yeah. But I also. The Whipper series. They have. Uh, the, see, I haven't had the Whipper that much. I've had it. I've had like one or two of them, but I haven't had enough of them to say that it's like. Uh, yeah. All good. You yeah. know? Um, the uh, like Hitchhiker does the uh, subsurface, mm-hmm. right? That's a good series. Yeah, I don't necessarily like all of them. Yeah, but I can say without a doubt that people go out for that beer. Right. Well, like, I mean the the uh, their milkshake IPA series. What's it called? Oh, Hole Punch. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that one is very wide spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That one is is. Uh, all over the place. But then you have somebody like Burley Oak that does dreams. Yeah. Right. Like we talk about weekly, it seems like at this point. Yeah. Um, and those are all over the place. And then you right. have like RAR with the, um, out of order series. Is there like, um, I think it's a fruited sour, right? Like they do. Um, and then there's so many places that do these styles where they just have like a series of them. And they run different, flavors different like fruited whatever you know like that kind of thing and you're never going to have all hits right yeah you're going to have some misses and and that's okay i think if you keep to it and you really like this is what the series is we're experimenting to figure out what works and what doesn't yeah right like the um oh i i totally blanked on what i was just about to say so let me let me cut in here for a yeah. second. Do you think that it's ever like it, like some of them are ever ever not like different enough? And when I say that, I'm talking specifically about dancing them. I know we've already talked about them, but let's get let's get into it. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Do we think it's worth doing a series when a lot of the beers? tastes very similar and honestly you probably wouldn't be able to say that one from April is very different than one from August because you're not keeping an IPA that long or do you think that it's good enough to have like a good quality double once a month my issue is you would never be able to taste them both fresh yeah Yeah. and and so therefore you have no leg to stand on. Right. Right. So that, that I think is that's why what frustrates me is it's like, I, I don't know if this is any, any, any better than what was before. But again, you know, are we just, are we just so used to having good beer that we're just getting nitpicky? I think, I think that's part of it. But at the same time, if a series is bad and you already signed up for 12 months of it, can you really just walk away yeah. or do you just change it to make it better? Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if, it, you know, I, I, I think, I, I don't know if it has to be every month. I guess that's what I, I guess that's one of my main thoughts is like, I don't think if they're going to be that similar and you know, I, I, nothing against 
these beers. All of these beers, I think, have been very good. I don't think one of these doubles that have been the Flower Series into the Bird Series have have like grossed me out like or been like i won't oh i can't drink it yeah they're all good but they're all very similar (laughs) so it's like i i is it you know uh, i i guess i i don't know i I guess i like a little bit more variety and i'm glad they're doing that with other styles like they're doing these petite ipas and they're doing all these stout adjuncts and a lot of collaboration which is amazing i love that beer suda's great it's such a it's so crushable Mm. but i think you can't really get stale. I guess it's... I don't know. I, I would I would be interested to see how similar some of them are. Yeah, yeah. I, like I in get terms that. Of, in terms of what is actually going into them, not, like, the flavor that comes out, you know? Right. It's like, how much are they actually changing them? How much have they changed them since they started doing the Flower Series? You know, like... Are some of these beers just this like one of the same beers that they already brewed? I can't imagine they would do that. Like no, they don't seem I the kind of people no, that. I mean, it's not like a, I'm not saying they're trying to dupe people, but it's like there's only so many hops that you can use. There's only so many combinations. Yeah, but there's a com- lot. Th- but yeah, that's the thing. Like there's no there's no end in sight when it comes to different hop varietals and hop. But like some of them and, just don't you know. work. Right, you know, I get that. So it's like, you know, so that you get limited there. But like I was saying with this one. I'm playing devil's advocate because we love these people so much and I love these beers so much. And it's like, let's let's get really critical because it's our podcast. That's what I like about like uh, Brew Gentlemen. Yeah. To be honest, their quarterly series, they make the same beer every year, but it's only around for three months and then gone. Like you just forget about it. Just I guess that's my main concern is like, when do I just like get sick of it and like stop ordering it and like stop buying cans? It's like, you know, I don't think I would. I don't think I will. I don't know. I I mean, I'm never going to turn to, I love a great double IPA. I'm never going to turn to iron city and go, Oh, I need this iron city. Like it's just going to be one of those, like, yeah, I need 12 beers. You know, yeah. I, I, it seems like it seems like it's like it might be limiting to them even because it's like, how many can you use? How many right, hops? But, but like, because like they're not using these experimental hops in these these flower series beers. Like they're using hops that we know of. Like if they started using these experimental hops, like well, maybe, but I would say but you'd I, I want to focus on it though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like you'd want to you'd want to present the hop in a way that that really makes the the drinker go man, this is a Sabro or this is a, you know, Centennial or like, you know, like that kind of thing. And there's, there's hops that come and go, but are you saying you think like it being a part of a series would be like detracting from the emphasis on this particular hop being used? Because it's a part of a series. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah, it's it's yeah, like I get it, you it, the focus um, is more like on the series name. Like, oh, this is one of those. This isn't like this is a new beer that we brewed with this experimental hop. Like, you would want that to be the focus, right? Right. So you yeah, probably so wouldn't want to use wouldn't be it in a series yeah. unless it's like a test piece, where yeah. test piece is single hop beers. Right. Right. This. Series, I think that's what I'm. I'm most intrigued about at the at this time is is like just using one hop because I don't really know what like these hops are giving 
Yeah, no, I get that. And and I think that's something that we can learn from ourselves, not forcing the brewer into something that they don't necessarily need. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, again, again with a disclaimer on my this. My outlook like, on I'm the just, series is I'm they're being... going to do this series, yeah. right? They're going to make this series the way they want to make this series, and if you don't like it, then that's not on them. That's on you, right? And so it's not that I didn't like most of the Bird series. I think that it's, I think that it's back like what was it like a year and a half ago when they changed the yeast that they were using, and it was just not working. Yeah, right. And then they went back to the old yeast or whatever, or they went back to their original yeast that they were using or whatever, and it changed. The, it changed back to, oh, this is what I'm used to. This is, this is really, you know, striking to me. And like you see that with like, um, like the jam series, right? That's that's one that really stands out is because they do the single hop variants of jam, but they also do jam straight up. Right, where it's yeah. just this is the jam that we made because we want to make jam. Mm-hmm. Right. Then we said, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna throw a bunch of mosaic in there and it's mosaic jam. And and then we said, you know, Citra and Simcoe and whatever. But that's a series that easily defines what they're doing because they're not changing the beer each time. They're changing the beer each time they do a bird. So Regardless of if it's the grain that they use or the the um, yeast or the hop bill, I don't know. All I know is that it's not working for me, right? And that's not to say that the guy sitting next to me won't slam down five bald eagles yeah. in one sitting and go, this is the best beer I've ever had. I honestly can't say that I even notice a difference between the the birds and the and the flowers uh the flowers i definitely got different yeah tastes within the, the yeah. series the the birds i think started out a little bit rough got better and now it's kind of on the decline again for me but again we're talking about somewhere between 4.95 rating and a 4.0 like that's yeah. it's not like yeah this is a 2.4 on a scale that we have always put up in the top. Yeah. No, they're still they're like, they're honestly just competing with themselves. <laughs> right. That's the thing. Yeah. Like you're not going to, to hitchhiker expecting Lustra. You're going yeah. to hitchhiker to get a uh, Bane of existence Yeah, because it's a different beer. Right. And it is uh, that Bane is one of the best doubles that they make. And they crushed it with, um, what was it? Static, uh, it was one of the more recent ones. It was a new double. Static Highway or something like that? I forget what it's called. I don't know. Their names are also so weird. Yeah, but, but so Static um, is awesome. Yeah. And, like, they've, like, Hitchhiker has totally changed their, um, their feel when it comes to doubles. Like, I, I mean, Bane's always been good, and they always sell out of it, you know? Uh, no, that Bane, I'm sorry, Bane's a single, but the yeah. double Bane was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, how many planets was... Isn't Mercene yeah, the double? Yeah, Mercene is the double, yeah. yeah. Um, but but they make great doubles, and they're making them more consistently. Like, they had that, what was it, overplayed or overhyped or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was another single that was really good. Um, and then, of course, they have their Sour series. They have the um, Mimosa Sour that 
we were talking about a little bit earlier. And there's there's so much that you can do with beer that I think that we get bogged down with overthinking it. Um, I will say that is one of our jobs on this podcast because we have a lot of content that we crank out. So if I can't be a little bit nitpicky, then fuck vibes. you. <laughs> then vibes. Vibes. Um, I So I think my takeaway from this uh, or the point that I think is most important to me from this conversation right now is that I don't know if if series need to be monthly, like on the dot. I think that's a lot, especially when something is so similar to the one that you just brewed. So I would prefer a little bit more transparency, I guess, with it so that you know what you're getting into. But at the same time, I'm going to try them all. Right. I'll yeah. be honest. Again, like, yeah. I'll, not, I'll, yeah. I'll drink a test piece anytime it's on tap. Yeah. I'll drink a um, whole punch anytime it's on tap just to try it. I don't care what it is. If it's, you know, uh, Pineapple upside down cake. Mm-hmm. I don't like pineapple. No, but I'm gonna try it. This is giving me pineapple, by the way. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, this is giving me pineapple. Um, this is the uh, raw collab, the uh, wardrobe like wardrobe change. So much like pineapple. Yeah, wardrobe wardrobe. Oh god! All right, can we get can we wrap this up, please? All right, here we go, guys. Uh, raise your glasses and cheers. Hello, and welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why don't you go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us, theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week.